0: This is A Church in the City, a podcast by Downtown Christian Church. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That comes from Psalms 27, 13. And on this episode, Chris shares a message titled, Having a Believing Heart. Let's listen in.
1: I want to talk about having a believing heart, and and, and what does it look like to have a believing heart? And um, are we truly believing? Are we truly trusting? Um, Last week we weren't here; we were in Florida. It was really rough at 72 degree weather, sunny, and you know, and 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 you could just go in. You could go to restaurants. It was just really tough time. But um, (laughs) Sunday we got to see Zoom and um, Craig Carter. There's, there's, if, if you guys see, there's, there's, um, camera guys. There's lines right here. And then there's lines over here that they say, hey, if you're going to be walking around, stay in those lines. And I've been keeping in those lines since these lines were here. Craig Carter had to go way over here. He, he's like, so I'm like, oh, so I've got to pick on my friend Craig. Because... But it was amazing to see, to see this, just to see live streaming. But I tell you, to be honest with you, live streaming is awesome. I praise God that we have it. We're going to continue having it. But being here in person is so awesome. It's just amazing. So... um welcome everybody, and to go back to believing, um, having a believing heart, it's, I really believe God's calling the church today, his children today, his people today, to have a believing heart, to be believing what his word says, to believing what he's doing, and I could just, I mean, even for healing, deliverance, and sometimes, you know, you say, Chris, are you saying that we should be people that are chasing miracles, or chasing, no, miracles are chasing us, if you believe God wants to see his people healed and delivered and, and prosperous and victorious. That's God's will. It's through Genesis to Revelation. It's his promises. It's his, it's, it's his will. And so if the enemy can convince us that or, 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 or keep us stuck, he will. He will. He'll just, he'll just keep us stuck. He'll say, well, or you get these um, certain, you know, I didn't say people say, well, are you, you know, that's what, that's what Jesus did back in the disciples' day. No, Jesus is the healer. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have to be people that will just believe that. You know, there's people that have been stuck, you know. Um, and I, so I'm going to talk about that, but I want to take you on a little journey that I've been on the last month and a half. Um, it's just how I seek God and how God talks to me and how God leads me and how sometimes I can get up here and not even have a note because it's so ingrained in my heart, not in my mind, that I can do this. And so, so I'm like, so... You know, you guys heard me and Lisa speaking like what we think God has for 21, or 2021 in, in, in the next 10 years, you know, just believing, getting off the fence, having, going back to our first love, you know, just seeing God's miracles and seeing what God's having, not chasing God's miracles, chasing Jesus. When you're in Jesus, you'll see his miracles. The Bible says that he did so many miracles, I think it's in Luke, he said he did so many miracles that we couldn't even have books to write them. And Jesus says, I only, see, I only do what I see the Father's doing. So what is God's will for his people? To be free, delivered, healed. To, be, to, be, to, to, um, to walk in, in the victory in, in the, that he's given us. Great song the champion. Great song. Way to say, what, what a truth. But saying that, so I'm saying, okay, God, what does it look like? So I've been this meditating on what does it really look like, God, for me? And i didn't encourage you to say that because we can say what it looks like for pastor so-and-so or brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so but what does it look like for me, God, to preach the gospel, the good news? What does it look like me, God, me, to set, to set the captives free, to heal the broken heart and to lay hands on the sick and see to recover? What does that look like for me, Lord? Because if we're going to compare ourselves somehow we're going to think we're not going to do it right. Jamie even said, don't be afraid to ask for more. So what does it look like? So I got stuck on what does it look like to heal the broken heart? What does it look like, Lord? So this is the journey that I got to this message today of having a believing heart. So what does it look like to heal the broken heart, Lord? So my mind goes, a healing broken heart. So it's broken. How did it get broken? You know, people have been wounded, violated, hurt, misunderstood, left alone, rejected, on and on and on. You know, and God says, yes, but also... I want, one of the things that I want to heal when I heal the world is, is heal the hardened heart, to bring healing to hardened hearts. So right away, in my when I hear of hardened heart, you start thinking about rebellion, or, or Jesus even said um, when, when the Pharisees was trying to trick him and say, Jesus, Moses said you can get a divorce." And I'm, I'm disclaiming right now, I'm not. If people have been divorced, remarried, I, this is not what I'm saying. I'm just reading the scriptures. Jesus said, you know. Um, it said, the Pharisees went to Jesus and said, hey, um, can we get divorced? Moses said we can get a certificate of divorce. What can we say? And Jesus, Jesus knew they were trying to test him. He says, yeah, you can do that. But he goes, but I think divorce comes from the hardness of your heart. You know? So I thought, okay, so the hardness of your heart must be being you know, hardened, you know, uh, 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 rebellious. And God goes, no, that could be. But it could just be a heart that's been wounded. A heart that has been let down a heart that's been rejected, a heart that's been misunderstood, a heart that might be lonely. And what happens is is we begin to build walls up when this happens to us and we begin to harden our hearts to the things of God or the things around us. We begin to believe the enemy in what he says about us and that we're not enough, that we can't do it, that we've already done so much, we're so broken that we'll never, we've done too much. But that's not what God says. That's not what his word says. And so, the scripture, the, the main scripture I wanted to stand on, it says this, it says, and I'm, I'm saying this by heart because I can't see that because I forgot my glasses, but I think I can help me. It says, I would, I would, um, Psalms um, twenty-seven, eleven or, or 13, goes, I would have lost heart unless I have believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, in the land of the living. So often, so often, we think that I can't wait to get to heaven. It's going to be, we just said that's how glorious it's going to be at the end. It's going to be awesome. God, the heaven's going to, there's going to be no hurt and no pain and no sorrow and no sickness and no disease and no debt. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. When we get to heaven. And that's awesome. and That's true. But guess what? God wants to bring his hev- earth, heaven on earth. Bring his glory on earth as it is in heaven. And we're supposed to be the ambassadors. We're supposed to be the co-laborers of that. We're not just supposed to wait till we get to heaven. And the land of living, right now as we live, to see God's glory. So we're not chasing miracles. We're chasing Jesus. And in Jesus, there's miracles. In Jesus, there's freedom and delivery and provision and victory. It's all part of the salvation package, the finished work of Christ. And so this where it comes when our hearts are hardened because we haven't seen that. I share. I share about the time my mom died in 1994. She died of cancer. Um, I prayed for her and I prayed for her and I declared over her body and stuff. She kind of said, "I don't really care," you know. Her specifically said that because she, she's dealt with a lot of. That. She said, "I don't care. I just want to go home and be with Jesus." But I still prayed, and and and, and she died. And I believe in the resurrection. I believe I'm gonna see the dead rise some before I die. I'm gonna see limbs grow. I'm gonna see miracles. And by the way, I have seen miracles. I pray for people that had incurable disease and God healed them. Amen. But you know what? That was after my mom died. What if, like what if I would have said, you know what, I prayed and, and, and my mom died. Obviously God doesn't heal anymore. I don't know why my mom died. I don't know. I I, I don't know. And it's very. It was very. My mom and me were really close because I was abused by my father, and I really. My mom probably showed me unconditional love. Other than my wife, I have no nobody else that showed me unconditional love like her. She's called me Chrissy, and she just loved me. And, you know, in her own way, because she she was. We were very broken people, but she just loved me. And I'm going to love my mom. And sometimes I'll think of my mom and I'll just cry. Not, and I know she's in heaven, by the way, because I got the lead her, Lord. She got born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. So I know where my mom is and I'm going to see her again. But do you know if I would have hardened my heart to the, the word of God about healing, about praying for people? Do you know if I would have hardened my heart of what this word says, I would quit praying for people? And I could tell you people, I give you a list of people that wish and thank God that I didn't have that hardened heart. That I didn't have my heart hardened and I prayed for them. And I've told stories about crazy things we, God's done through because I just chose to believe. I want us to just see what does it look like is any area of our hearts that we chose to behave a di- different way. We choose to not believe because we've been wounded because it didn't work for us or we didn't understand it or it didn't happen. Or, or, this, or this didn't work out and I tried this and this failed and I tried this and this failed. I I, I have business, and I've invested in business, and I've lost money. But I never lost Jesus, and God's not done with me. My status isn't everything I do right or everything I do wrong. My status is who I am in Christ. I'm a covenant child of God, and I'm not going to stop believing. I'm going to continue trusting. But if my heart gets hard in areas that I've been wounded, had wounded expectations, or I've been hurt or misunderstood or I didn't understand God, then my heart gets hardened towards God. And it gets my heart towards others, even my heart towards myself. Anybody gets hard on yourself, and all of a sudden you start going into some depression. You start going into some self-loathing, or what, is that the right proper saying? Okay, um, or just whatever. That breaks the father's heart when you believe that you're nothing. I heard someone say, "I just, I, I'm just a piece of." Can't say the word to be swearing, but it would be a, a piece of poop. Is that a safe No, but he said, and this person really felt that he was just crap. I'm sorry, I got to say it. Crap. He felt that way. You know what? And he didn't. And he, this young man was miserable, feeling that he was nothing. That's furthest from the truth. If we start saying our feelings are more powerful than the living word of God, more powerful than our Lord Jesus Christ, we will always have a hardened heart. If we start saying that our circumstances and our situations and our emotions are more powerful than the word of God and the love of God and the power of God, we'll always have a hardened heart. It's just a fact. And by the way, I like to yell, but I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling with you. Man, Chris is really yelling at us today. (laughs) Man, he yells at us. I don't know what kind of preacher is that. No, I'm yelling with excitement because it's just the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. God is here, and he's here, and he's alive. And my emotions and my circumstances and my feelings and my hurts and my past wounds cannot stop the living word of God and the glory of God anymore. The church needs to rise up and let God bring healing to that heart. So receive it today at home. Receive it today here. This is what I'm talking about. This is time. I want to start believing. But Chris, you don't understand. I don't know if I do understand, but God understands. His word is true. I believe there's any situation you're walking out, this word has an answer for it. I believe it. And so... When I'm talking about, like, I'm saying, God, so I'm saying, Lord, what does that look like? How do we bring healing to areas of heart where their hearts are, um, you know? So, what is is the fruit of a healed heart, right? So, I kept saying, What's the fruit of a healed heart, Lord? I want to see, because. At work, you know, the, every year I have a new slogan. I mean, one year I had eyes wide open. Like, come on, team. We're eyes wide open. Let's, we're doing things. We're living on purpose. Eyes wide open. Today, this year, I said, all right, team, to my leadership team, we're going to measure success. We're going to measure success. How do we know that we're growing? How do we know that we're building a stronger foundation? How do we know? Let's look at it. You know, and I'm not trying to sit about a bunch of works or anything. I'm just talking about how do you measure success? What if we do that in our own lives? how do we measure that what does it look like to have healed hearts let's look like not to have a hardened heart what does that look like and so the lord so i said it must mean you're having a thankful heart that you're being thankful heart. So that's what it is lord if we all could just have thankful hearts and be thankful and everything just be that's a healed heart and god goes i oh, know having a believing heart because sometimes days are not really happy days Sometimes days can be tough. Some days you might not understand what you're going. But your heart can be believing. And if you're believing who God is and what Jesus has done, your heart will be full of thanksgiving. Your heart will be full of joy. See, we're trying to arrive somewhere. I just want to have a happy heart. I just want to be happy. I just want to have a joyful heart. I just want to. But what's our responsibility is just to believe in what Jesus has done. Just trust him at his word. Maybe tell our own selves that this... This way I'm thinking is not line up with God's word. The way I'm believing does not line up with God's word. The way I'm acting does not line up with God's word. Think about that. What if we are people that will choose to believe God no matter what? I knew, I knew three um, Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, said, even if we get burned in this firing furnace, we will not bow down to no one. So they even said, even if we die, we're going to stop. Not we're not. We're going to die believing. We're going to die believing in this fire. Of course, the the, the guards, King Nebuchadnezzar had to put the fire hotter, make it hotter. It was so hot that the people that was throwing them in the fire all got burned up and died. They got thrown in the fire, and when King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, whatever how he pronounced his name, was looking in, he said he seen four people. Jesus is right there in that fire. That's where our heart becomes believing. When we know that we're, there is tests and trials of life, when we might go through some fires in life, but we're standing and believing that Jesus is with us. And what happens is when we do that, we, have, we get to experience something. See, what, what, what we want to see, which is great, is an instant miracle. And I, people have seen them, and I think we're going to see more of them. Let's believe that we'll see more of them. But sometimes we have an eternal peace right in the middle of our fire a peace and a rest deep down inside, knowing that, man, this really stinks, but I know God is with me, and I'm experiencing his love like never before. I'm experiencing his peace like never before. I'm experiencing him like never before. So when someone says, are you a believer? I don't believe in God. Do you, I, no one will take that away. I'll die in my grave. I'm a believer. I'm a child of the king. So did those three Hebrew boys did. And they said they came out without even smelling like smoke. Everybody else died, who tried to throw them in, who walked up, they came out, they didn't even smell like smoke. Only God. What if the church believes, and they start having believing hearts to choose, like, Lord, I need you to help me with this heart. Because I'm not saying that your circumstances, your situation, your rejection, your pain, your hurt, your loneliness is not real. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, God's love, God's power, God's anointing, God's presence is bigger. That's all I'm saying. The redempted work of Jesus Christ is bigger. That's where a believing heart comes in. It's not getting everything perfect in heaven, a land of utopia, and nothing going wrong. Jeez, I'm telling you this morning, I'm just being transparent. This morning, I had a, I had a weird dream, a horrible dream, and I woke up heavy as heavy could be. I woke up, feeling godless, just godless, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm like, oh man, where are you, Lord, I mean, I, I just, and I always feel the presence of God, I just happen to have that gift, I just know, the only time I feel like God's, God, I don't feel God's presence is when I'm in, 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 in frustrated or something like that, I, God never leaves me, I feel like I go in my own little world, put myself in my box, but it wasn't that way, I mean, I'm on fire, I'm like, I, had, I mean, I'm, what's going on, Lord, what's going on? I had two choices to do. Start thinking there's something wrong with me or go to God full hearted believing and saying what's going on. And it was a demonic attack. And I'm not, I'm not trying to exalt the devil. He's defeated. But I tell you what, I think there's something, th- th- something was just trying to get me down. Started worrying about what I was going to say because I don't have any notes today. It was just coming from the heart. What if I don't say it right? Started, started, where did, the heck did that come from? The accuser of the brethren, the liar, the enemy. And, I'm, and, and, and once I knew what it was, I said, that was done. I went and put praise music on, worshiping God, got on the treadmill, just dancing, worshiping God, and I get off the treadmill, dance for a while, get on. and, 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 and it just changed. It was, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even tell the devil to go. He's already defeated. I didn't even waste one time telling the devil to go to hell where he belongs. I just said, no, I'm running to hear arms of grace, Lord. I'm your son, Lord, and I'm, and I'm singing, and I'm dancing, and I love this song, it's, it's better than, better than, I just had have, have to come on, and I'm gonna prophesy into my tomorrow, it's gonna be better than, and I just start dancing, it's gonna be better than, like, I'm gonna prophesy into my tomorrow. I'm gonna declare the word of the God. Kelly got up here and said, wait a minute, get in the river. He was, de- that, was that was prophetic declaration for us what to do. That wasn't a good idea, that was, that, was a nice, that was a nice, that was, I believe, a, a call of the Lord telling us to get in the river. Telling us that you're going to go where I go, you just follow me, flow. Sometimes we think, oh, that was a good word, maybe I start doing it. Well, that word's from the Lord saying he was calling us to get in the river. God's not mocked. When a man soweth, he reapeth. What are we sowing into? Are we sowing into believing God? Are we sowing and believing God? I, we and Lisa have wrote some visions down in our lives, you know, this or that, and we want to tame this, we want to do this, we want to do that. You know, some of the things we've wrote down, we've already conquered. Because God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above whatever you can ask or think, according to the power that works in you and in us. More than you can ask or think. God's that confident, God is that big, can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in you. You know what we're believing? We're waiting for God to move in our behalf. We're waiting for God to move in our behalf. And I'm saying God already moved on your behalf 2,000 years ago on Jesus Christ on the cross. He's waiting for you to walk in that power that's been given to you through Jesus Christ, the authority that's been given to you through Jesus Christ. He's saying, are you going to be a church that's going to rise up? Are you going to be a church that's going to rise up? So when we're singing, I want more, I want more, I want more, let me crystal clear tell that more. You don't need any more than you already have in Jesus Christ. You're complete in Jesus Christ. What we want more is more right, more fruit coming out of us, more understanding of it, more revelation of it, more glory coming out of more of us coming corporately together in the glory of God. So the world will see that Jesus is alive, and he is a true God and the only God. And he's the Lord of all. And we'll be people that will be representatives of Christ. Sometimes I'm telling you, the church doesn't look like they're representing Jesus. They're representing some kind of something, whether it's political or their own beliefs or whatever. How about we're representing Jesus Christ only? The King of kings and the Lord of lords. What does that look like to have a believing heart? But how can I believe for you if I can't believe for myself? This it starts with ourselves. We we went out, we went out, we were in Florida, but, but we we really had God, God wrecked us this weekend this week. He wrecked us. I mean, we spent hours, hours. We, we had this plan, we're gonna get together, we're gonna strategize for our businesses, we're gonna strategize for the church, we're gonna strategize. and God, you know what God did? What would you say? 70, 80 percent of the time he worked on us. He was dealing with us. Have you noticed anything from some of us? We came back, changed. We had a word from the Lord, do not come back to Grand Rapids the same way you left. Change the way you think and the way you behave. That was the word. And do you know that God's shown us, we need to start working on ourselves first. How can I love you if I haven't experienced God's love and I don't love myself? How can I help you when my heart's wounded or broken or hardened towards the things of God or towards, how can I help you? Yet we're saying the church needs to rise up. The church, you need to rise up when you experience God. So if you have a believing heart, then you start saying, Lord, I want to start believing in these areas, these areas that I've been wounded, these areas that I'm confused, these areas I failed, these areas it doesn't make sense, these areas that someone else hurt me, someone else wounded, because if it's not you, then someone else. The devil always brings always summon to trip you up. You know, I, I I see new leadership come in, and I say, hey, and and, and, and and you can tell they're a little insecure. And I said, don't be a man pleaser, because I said, fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but the fear of man is it leads to a snare. So don't fear man. Yeah, but I just want people to accept me. I want people to receive from me. I don't. I said, well, you'll get rejected, and you won't be received. Fact: if you're in any kind of leadership, you will be rejected, and you won't be received. Sometimes it's just a fact. Jesus was rejected and he wasn't all everybody didn't receive. Think about that. Well, think about that, we quit running from the fears that we have and we keep running to Jesus. And fear does not penetrate our hearts and our souls no more. Our past does not affect our hearts and our souls anymore. Our failures, our misunderstandings, our our wounded expectations, our, our 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 violations, whatever that we that won't affect us anymore, and that's only going to take for ha- take by having a believing heart and allow God's love. Because people need to be healed. I mean, people, you know, when um, when Lisa got up and gave her testimony and stuff, there's people, um, and she had a word about unforgiveness. There's people um, had unforgiveness and stuff. And did you know? And and, and from sensory little person a little kid that they've been hurt or violated and they lived their life trying to live life with a with a with a a wound as a little kid but they just learn how to cope with it they learn how to deal with it and they learn how to live with it but you know what that's not what God wants God wants you to be healed and delivered and free from that once and for all once and for all this is what we're talking about a God of miracles Why are we carrying luggage and baggage and hurts and wounds and and, and fears and rejections and violations and we allow the devil to just let us drag that on day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, just trying to grudge through life. That's not what sons and daughters do. We need to rise up, we need to stand up, and we need to walk in the victory that Jesus has for us. And if you don't believe that, then come and talk to me or talk to someone who believes that. Get around people that believe that God's a God of miracles. God wants to deliver you and heal you and set you free. Sometimes they say we get in this little hamster wheel or this treadmill of life. We love God, we love, but we just keep going and, we, we just keep running on this squirrel or this hamster wheel or this treadmill, and we don't go anywhere. It's time for the church to rise up, and it starts with a believing heart. Will you believe? Will you believe in that love? Will you believe in that peace? How are we ever going to see God's glory if we don't believe? Lisa said, hey, I'm believing for healing if you take communion. By his stripes you're healed. Do you know what? That's his promises. That's the word of God. By the stripes of Jesus you're healed. Believe in healing. Who's who's believing for healing in their body right now? Stand up. Stand up. I'm not going to preach the gospel without experiencing anymore. Not this man, not when I'm preaching. I'm never going to preach the gospel without believing, experiencing right now. See these people standing up? The rest of you go put hands on them. Go over and go pray for them right now. We're going to pray for them right now. I can't do it anymore. I can't tell you how good my God is, how good God is, and how he's doing. If you're at home, pray for one another at home. But I cannot say it anymore without expecting manifestation of his glory. Who's with me? Who wants to believe with me? Raise your hand in this room if you want to believe that God's gonna heal today. All right? All right, people. All the people that are raising their hands, they're laying hands on you. They're all joining. It's a power of agreement. So Father, we thank you right now for every person here and at home if you're praying. We thank you, Father God. By the stripes of Jesus we're healed. So we declare healing, restoration, wholeness, newness, completion in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior in Jesus name and we thank you for the power agreement we agree in Jesus name for healing and peace and rest in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus so thank you Father God for healing in Jesus name healing, complete healing in the name of Jesus complete healing in the name of Jesus complete healing in the name of Jesus we just thank you for it, Father God in Jesus name thank you Jesus Hallelujah. alleluia. alleluia. And we thank you for your love. Amen, amen, amen. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Anybody got prayed for, you thank the Lord every day that I'm healed. Lisa had a, tore her knee up. She, three years she's been thanking God. Three years she's been believing God for a heal. Three years she's been believing for healing in her knees. Finally, she, I, she goes, I just think I'm going to the doctor. I'm just going to get surgery because, you know, because we said doctors are part of healing team, so we're not against doctors. She said, she, she said, okay, so she scheduled it. She scheduled it, and that Monday morning, she's going to get surgery on her knee. Thursday, I hear, running on a treadmill. She's crying. She goes, God healed my knee. She never got her surgery. She called up and said, I'm sorry. God healed me. I don't need a surgery. I'm glad that she didn't stop believing to the day she's going in that surgery. And she said, well, I'm getting healed one way or another. If I get surgery, there's nothing wrong. Doctors are a blessing. They're part of the healing team. They're, they're, they're part of the healing team. Praise God. But the true healer is Jesus, but she was believing for three years, and her knee's healed. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. amen. Praise God for that. There's, some, there's something else that people are struggling with. I'm telling you, it's a, it's, and I had it earlier this, this morning during worship, heavy heart, heavy soul. Whether it's depression, whether it's fear, whether it's this um, something, I'm believing God's going to break that off. You don't need to raise your hand on that one because God's so gracious and he's such a gentleman. He's, uh, 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 the Holy Spirit's so soft. But if that's you, receive that healing today, whether you're at home, Amen. whether you're at home, whether you're at home, or whether you're here, receive that. Amen. That's yours. It's, got, it's, in, it's in Christ. Do you see what I'm saying, what God wants us to believe? Finances, finances. This is a crazy time for people's finances. They're believing God for their finances. You know what? God wants to help you with your finances. You might need wisdom how to handle your finances, but also God wants to provide. He can do exceedingly abundantly, above all you can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. The Bible says it gives us the power to create wealth, teaches us to profit. So I pray blessing over people who are believing for their finances. I'm not saying chase God. Don't seek God's hands. Seek God's face. But his hands are wrapped around you. His promises are yes and amen. And, and we can believe God that we can have. You know what prosperity is? Prosperity is being a millionaire. Prosperity is having more than enough whatever God called you to do. That's prosperity. We start putting numbers. We're trying to compare ourselves among ourselves. Prosperity is having more than enough Where God called you to do. God don't want you serving him and, and blessing his kingdom and his people while you're struggling, barely making it, giving your bread away. God's bigger than that. Now, sometimes God will ask you to give, your, give more than enough, and that's fun, too, to trust God. But I'm talking about that. We've got to start believing God. God's the God of all. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a provider. He brings complete salvation to us. We've got to start getting hungry in our own lives and let God work in our own lives. So we can be a light to the world and a salt to the earth. I can't talk about Jesus anymore if I'm not gonna pray for people. I'm not, I can't talk about Jesus if I'm not gonna believe God. Because, because that's what we talk, we talk about his love, we talk about, we sing these songs. He's a miracle, he's a way maker, miracle, what is it, how's it go, whatever. Miracle worker, our God's a miracle, whatever. Trust me, you don't want me on the worship team. But whatever, he, we sung about he's a champion, what he did. And, but, but, what, but what I loved about that song that they sang today was out of our mouth, out of our mouth, walls come down, out of our mouth, the 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 glory of God comes as we declare God's word. As we declare God's word, um, um as we, I'm following the rules. I break them a lot, but out of out of our mouths we declare God's word. I declare God's word over you in Jesus' name. Who do you think you are, Chris? I'm a child of the King. I'm an ambassador of Christ. I'm a co-laborer of the whole with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and power. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I, my God heals and he delivers and he saves and he provides. And I can't keep it quiet anymore. Who wants to join me today? Who wants to join me this week? Who wants to start a revival, let's say a revolution, of God's people saying no? And I don't know what's going on with this country. I, and I don't want to say I don't care because I do care. But I don't have time to focus. I want to focus on Jesus and, and the wisdom that he's going to give me to walk out what we're walking out. Amen? Amen, amen. Um, I think the band can come up now. So guess what? Starting today... I think we already agree with this as elders, but starting today, we think church is essential. We think small groups are essential. We think men's groups are essential. We think women's groups are essential. We think prayer groups are essential. So you're going to see some change in, in the next few weeks. We're not going to stop community. We're not going to stop community. We want to honor and respect what, 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 what's here, but, but if, there's, if there's a way, we're going to do it. So just believe in that. So if you're not in a small group, come to a small group. We're going to have about six of them. Some are going to be in Zoom for people that's just not quite feeling, but we're going to have some. And I say community is powerful. Amen. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for everybody. Please, please, let God move through you today. But he starts with you first. Amen? So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for today, and we receive your glory. It's healing, deliverance, freedom, victory. And we thank you as we go off this day, this week, that we can be a light to the world and a salt to the earth, that we can bring your glory wherever we go because your glory dwells in us. We pray that in Jesus' name, amen. God bless everybody.
0: If you would like to learn more about DCC, Get involved with one of our ministries or give to support us. You can find us at a churchinthecity.org. Also, follow us on Instagram at Downtown Christian Church for Sunday morning set lists, sermon series announcement videos, and more. You can also join us live on YouTube every Sunday morning for worship and teaching live from Downtown Christian Church. Thanks for listening.